Hi everyone, Dr. Elizabeth Bonet here. Dr. Liz, welcome to the Hypnotize Me podcast. Before we jump in, please note that the podcast is not mental health treatment, nor should it replace mental health treatment. If you need psychotherapy or hypnotherapy, please seek treatment from a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so please feel free to contact me through my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z-hypnosis.com. Just a note here at the beginning before we get started. Near the end of the episode, I read my big why, and I start it with, it's been one year from that day that I actually threw up. And I realized I didn't explain that later. Um, I wasn't purging. I hadn't binged. My heartburn had gotten so bad that it actually made me throw up. And later, I found out that it was actually my gallbladder, which eventually needed to be removed. But at the time, I didn't know that. And it tipped off an entire wonderful path towards more health for me. But just wanted to explain that now. Just wanted to explain that here because I didn't do it when I originally recorded it. When I was going back to edit and listen, I realized that. So on to the episode. Hi, everyone. Dr. Liz here. So I thought this week that I would talk about practical tips for weight loss, but hypnotic techniques. I know last week I aired an episode with Erica Flint, who wrote two books on weight loss, actually, one for hypnosis practitioners and then another one for the layperson at home wanting to use hypnosis and do self-hypnosis to lose weight. But I felt like we didn't get to a lot of like practical, concrete stuff in that one. So I really wanted to do that in this episode. That episode should be the one right before this, actually. That episode is number 175, the one right before this. And you can also go back and listen to 149, where I tell my own weight loss story, and 150, Kelly Woods on weight loss, part two, that aired in January of this year. So those are both really good ones. And I talk about hypnosis in both of those. Now, I know the pandemic is still going on. This is airing in August of 2020. So the pandemic is still out there. There's no vaccine yet. It's increasing in certain areas, decreasing in other areas of the world. But one thing that people have really struggled with when they're quarantine at home is food and eating and weight gain. So there's all these memes popping up about it. And there's not as many now, but I know that people are still struggling because I'm in the groups and I hear it and I see them come in and out and and I hear it in my office. So before I give you the tips, I want to let you know that I understand I truly, truly understand and have compassion for you. There is never any judgment from my side around someone's eating. I call myself an ex-overeater because generally it is pretty much under control, but there are times that it still pops up. I went through an extremely stressful couple of weeks, a couple of weeks ago, and there was one point when I was crying and I thought to myself, oh, if I could just have some ice cream, if I could just have some ice cream, everything would be better. 
Okay. And then I had to pause because I know that that's not true. That thought isn't true. Beforehand, you may feel like that, but after it's going to feel worse. So I had to go to my own tools and skills and say, all right, what can I do instead? Like really you're feeling sad. What can I do to help myself feel better? And for me, that is quilting and ironing and because you have to do a lot of ironing when you quilt, like ironing the little fabric pieces. So I was like, all right, I will work on that. And it really did help because the feelings passed, the craving passed and, and I felt better. So That's just one tip for you. That wasn't even part of my three tips for you. Like ask yourself, what else can I do other than eat? If a craving or urge arises and you know you're not truly hungry, really you are sad or angry or upset or something emotional going on. All right, now let's get to the three hypnotic techniques. The first one is straight up visualization. This only takes a couple of minutes. That's it, right? But I want you to visualize the numbers on the scale going down. Now, perhaps you're not someone who weighs yourself. Okay, visualize your clothes size going down, but I want it to be something concrete. So let's say that you're 150 and your goal weight is 135. Close your eyes. You can do this right now even, obviously not if you're driving or doing something involving heavy machinery. Other than that, close your eyes and see the number on the scale. See it at 150 and then 148, 147, 144, because sometimes scale numbers drop like that. It's not always linear. 142, 141. 140. See yourself feeling good and celebrating when you go down to 139. You're below 140, 138. So visualize that until we're hitting 135. And then see yourself celebrating in a really healthy way. Like perhaps you do something fun that's been on your list or call a friend or go shopping. Do something fun to celebrate along the way. Or see yourself posting that in a group, a Facebook group that you're in. Like, I finally hit my goal weight. See yourself celebrating in some way that doesn't involve food. Right? So I'm going to put that on the end. (laughs) That doesn't involve food. So that's tip number one. Hypnotic tip number one. Hypnotic tip number two is to write out your big why. Now, The big why I hear all over the place. The first time I heard about it, though, was through the free ebook, Never Binge Again. If you go to the website, neverbingeagain.com, you'll get the free ebook and a lot of other resources, too. But Glenn Livingston, Dr. Glenn Livingston, talks about writing out your big why. Like, why are you doing this? Why are you losing weight? A way to do this that he doesn't really talk about is keep a running list throughout the day of reasons for your big why. So you may have bigger ones like I want to fit in an airplane seat comfortably. I want to buckle the seatbelt comfortably. I want to be able to go shopping and feel good about it. I want to look good. I want to have energy and be able to play with my kids. I want my numbers to be better, my blood work to be better. So maybe you're diabetic or pre-diabetic and you want to come out of those ranges and come off of medication. 
But when I say make a list throughout the day, I'm talking about, okay, perhaps you're doing something and you think to yourself, oh, if I had less weight on me, this would be easier. I would feel better. So note those down and put them in as part of your big why. And then even if you're not a writer, I suggest writing it out, okay, either by hand or typing it and then recording it. When you record it, you can listen to it sometime during the day. For me, I would listen to mine in the morning. I listen to that every day while I walk the dog. For months, I did. These days, I don't need it as much, so I don't listen to it. If I got a craving, I would listen to it. So it becomes this self-hypnotic technique to really orient you towards that future healthy self. So you're writing this out as if it's a one year from now. I probably should have said that at the beginning. (laughs) I know I should have. Write it out as if it's one year from now. So I'm gonna read mine so that you get an example of this. Okay, now I tend to do updates. So I, I have an update for May 2020. I wrote an update March 2020. I wrote an update July 2019. But my original one that I wrote was in May of 2019. It's been one year since that horrible day where I actually threw up. I've lost 60 pounds and am on the correct medication for my thyroid. I figured it out with my doctor and just went step by step, not allowing myself to get overwhelmed. Since I changed to paleo eating and grain-free, my Hashimoto's antibodies are less than 35 and I feel so much better. No more heartburn or feeling sick. The itchy ears went away. A miracle. I have plenty of energy for work, my kids, my husband, and my friends. I'm able to get more on my work list done every week, and I'm working towards my goals. I have lost the mental obsession with food and fat adapted and feel really good most days. I exercise three to four times per week and feel good about it. I'm able to sleep better and not feel exhausted every couple of hours and have to do mini naps all the time. My heels don't crack anymore and my hair looks thicker and healthier. I don't have numbness in my hands anymore. My fat doesn't flip over my pants ever since I'm a much smaller size and have clothes that fit properly. I'm able to easily stay within five pounds of my goal weight long term, well into my 80s. I brought my blood glucose down and went out of the pre-diabetic zone. I walk around proud of how I look and have an easier time shopping. It actually feels good. I'm able to wear cute clothes. I have more energy to be a source of healing and transformation for my clients, people in the world, my family, friends, and colleagues. I easily live my purpose in my own life, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Okay, you can see how mine was related to some of my thyroid and pre-diabetic health problems that were going on. And I really wanted those resolved. And by the way, about 95% of that is resolved. I did come out of the pre-diabetic range. So my A1C is much lower. The itchy ears went away. That used to drive me nuts. I don't know if you know with hypothyroid, that itchy ears is one of the symptoms. And oh my God, it was constant all day. And it's not like you can scratch them. It feels like inside, but you want to. It's so, so annoying. And that went away, really did. For me, it was important to put my purpose at the end because purpose in my life is a huge motivator. 
It's a driving factor. So I want to always be able to live my purpose. And I felt like some of my health problems and my weight were really holding me back from that. Okay, so that's the second hypnotic technique. The third hypnotic technique is visualizing your future self. Now, I gave the big why as the second one so that you can get a picture of him or her. But the third technique is not the same. It's not just accessing your big why. It's accessing your future self, like truly visualizing them and what they look like and what choices they're going to make. So get a picture of them in your mind. Put them in an outfit that looks nice to you. See them as fit and trim and having gotten to your goal weight. Now, when you visualize your future self, I want you to access them when you're having a craving or you have to make a choice that feels like it's not on your plan, whatever your plan is. And this works for any eating plan that you're choosing to follow and live by. No matter what it is, occasionally choices come up. I mean, it may be occasionally for you, but for me, they come up every single day because we eat almost every day unless you're fasting. So when those choices come up, the longer that you stick to an eating plan that you feel like you can maintain the rest of your life, then the choices become easier and easier. You get used to what you're eating and you start to crave what you're eating actually. So maybe in the beginning, I didn't crave avocados. That's on my eating plan. But now I will actually get a craving for cream cheese and avocados. But I have kids in the house and they have lots of snacks around and I have one child who loves to bake and the other one tried to make a form of candy the other day. <laughs> it's not very successful, but she tried and it's like, all right, fantastic, try. But it was a decision point for me. Should I eat a piece of that? It's just straight up sugar, right? Or should I eat a cookie that my other daughter made? And they always want me to taste it and it actually is on my plan that it's okay to taste it, take one bite of whatever they made. But more than that, I often have to access my future self. Like what choice would she make? And for me, I'm pretty close to my goal weight. It's I didn't hit 60 pounds. I hit 50 pounds lost. And I'm maintaining that right now and hoping to lose a little bit more, said every American woman ever. <laughs> but, um, but for me, it's like the future self looks like me pretty close. She's maintaining her weight. She feels good about who she is. And so I am accessing her. Would she eat the whole cookie or just take a taste? Your future self may say, okay, you can eat one cookie, but not more than that. Or your future self may say, no cookies for you. No, you know that you can't just eat one. You just keep going. So not even one. Access your future self. Bring them to mind in that moment, and then know that cravings pass. So you're not going to hold on to that craving for a week. Hey, now, I know some of you will say, yes, I am actually, I do hold on to a craving for a week. Okay. But if you hold on to a craving for a week, then shoot for a week and a half and see if it's gone. If you hold on to a craving for a day, shoot for two days and see if it's gone. But most people, the craving passes within a couple of hours, and then 
some of the research they've done on addiction is that actually it can pass as soon as 90 seconds to like three minutes. That's fast. Particularly if you go to doing something else. Part of the work I do when I'm working with someone with hypnosis is addressing the cravings in hypnosis, addressing the pausing, slowing down, doing something else just for 90 seconds or two minutes or three minutes and then seeing the craving passing to see it like a wave coming up and then going down, seeing it passing and then imagine yourself doing something else and making the choice your future self would make. So those are three hypnotic techniques for you to use at home. And four, if you count that first one that I didn't even plan. All right, I hope that helps you. Please feel free to reach out to me. I really do love working with overeating and weight loss through hypnosis. I think it's just such a wonderful, wonderful tool to help anyone lose weight and then maintain it for the rest of their lives. And final note here before I go, if you feel like that's impossible to lose weight during the pandemic, if you're still very much having to work from home and struggling with that because the fridge is right there, know that I feel for you. Hey, I really do. I have compassion for you and give yourself compassion and then change your mindset. There are plenty of people losing weight and making good eating choices, even right now, stuck at home with the refrigerator in the house. Hey, so I invite you to make a mind shift and then reach out for help, whether that's free help from a Facebook group online, whether that's virtual help through Zoom, whether that's a professional nutritionist or a doctor or me, whether that's listening to a hypnosis file. So I ran a replay of the free hypnosis for mindful eating on the podcast in episode 132. So if you type in drlizhypnosis.com slash episode 132, it'll pull right up and you can hear that one. Or there's one that I sell as well under my downloads and people seem to really love it. Reach out for help, get some support. We are social creatures. We are herd animals, right? We are not meant to be alone and isolated, most of us. I had someone write me the other day an email that says he's super happy living alone in his cabin. I was like, fantastic, (laughs) right? Like, good for you, seriously. You're happy, wonderful. But most of us are not built that way. And I think particularly for weight loss, the support helps. All right, everyone, peace. truly enjoying today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. 
Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way, more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Peace.